the Guys From Podcast, just two guys answering the internet's questions. I'm Sean Cordingly. And I'm David R. Smith. Today's first question comes to us via at Sean Cord. Jamie wants to know what are our favorite kinds of restaurants? Little different than what we've been doing lately. Hey, somebody asked for our favorite kind of purple, so... Yeah. Jamie has clearly taken our challenge of Ask Us Anything and is asking us what we like in restaurants. So we're going to go mostly with kind of restaurant and then design a little bit as well. Because it sounded like that was kind of where she was going yeah, with it. Yeah, it seemed like Jamie wanted more of a design concept. Like, sort of. are we a big fan of Uncle Mo's Family Feedback? Yeah. Or more of a Dank Mo's Tavern? Right. Sure. Got that out of the way early? Yeah. Perfect. 44 seconds in. Or the Gilded Truffle. There you go. Or... Luftwaffles. There you go. <laughs> I was trying to picture the, the screenshot you sent me. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. That I send you every time I see that episode. Yeah. Because it's Luftwaffles. <laughs> I love Just Luftwaffles so much. So bad, but so good. Up, up, and... What was the airplane one? Remember their anniversary? Where they go dinner? to their anniversary? We're yeah. going to tip our wings to the to the couple. Yeah, I can't remember. I was trying to think of that one too. There's so many. Like there's the Captain McAllister's, like the the all you can eat seafood buffet. Yeah. And... Well, if you go to the look who's coming to criticize dinner, there's tons. Yeah, uh, Pimento Grove. Pimento Grove. Yeah, that's what I was going to say too. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's right. Yeah, that's where there's ugly. I think where Troy McClure goes with Selma. Right. So are we just going to start listing Simpsons restaurants? Because it seems like that's the trend right now. That's most of the ones I that can is, remember. Yeah. I don't remember what the name of the sushi place was. I can't I can't either. From uh, the... Two Guys from Kabul. Oh, nice. That's a bit of a pull. Yeah. But Two Guys from Kabul. The something sumo sushi, I think. The happy... Su- happy sumo sushi? Something. Because I feel like I can, I can picture the, the fluorescent... Lights, how it's like the neon because they the always neon. do the neon signs in the yeah, early ones. And the, yeah, the, it's the two sumo guys bumping bellies, but I can't remember what the something sumo sushi. I think. Yeah. Anyway, um, so are we talking like what types of food or? I think it's more restaurant. Okay. Okay. Well, let's uh, Jamie. That's... You've thrown it down. Let's do this. So, what kind of if you if you're going out for dinner? Okay. Yep. I guess we need to, to figure out what sort of event it is. Like, you're going to meet some friends for supper. Sure. What What are you going to go to? What's your What would be kind of the first thing that jumps out to you? Ah, uh, and we are doing dinner. Or are you thinking like like lunch or? This Damn is it. this is Jamie. a very this is wow, a... Jamie. You actually kind of I don't want to say you stymied us because we'll get on no. a roll here, but we're just trying to figure out our way in here, trying to get that foothold. What are your favorite types of restaurant food wise? We'll start there and go from that. Steak. Love a good Great. steak place. Steakhouses. Steakhouses, yeah. Uh, Italian. Sure. Obviously. I'm a big sushi fan. Love sushi places. sushi. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Starting with the sushi. Are you a, a buffet or like a sushi boat type of guy? Or are you a get the menu and order it sort of guy? I'm a get the menu kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Like quieter place as well. Maybe a lot of windows. Yeah. But I also feel like with the sushi boat or like the sushi train or whatever it is that comes around and you take the place, it's not as good. It never, the quality of sushi is never as high when yeah. you're at one of those places. There used to be a place at one of the malls. We went there for... Eau Claire. Yeah. yeah Eau Claire we went, had it. Yeah. Where it, like, plates of sushi floated by and then you just grabbed whatever you wanted and paid 
by the plate, yeah. basically. And it was it was okay. College-wise, you could eat fairly cheaply and have really good sushi. Yeah, but then, like, but compared to actually, like, and I also really like sashimi. I prefer sashimi to sushi because Fair. I find that the rice just fills you up, yeah. which is the intention with the with the sushi boats. It is. Uh, um, you never got the sashimi at the sushi boat place. Never. Yeah, well, no, you could ask the chef in the middle and be like, could I get some sure. some Tawa sashimi? And yeah. they'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, they'd and then they would it. just give it to you. But if you were just pulling from the boat, you, you didn't never. have that option. Versus <laughs> salmon, 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 surf clam, salmon, tuna. Tuna, tuna. Yeah. yeah. Versus if I go to Prong. a sushi restaurant, I can literally go and say, I want six salmon sashimi and I want six tuna sashimi and a couple rolls and like that's... Unagi. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I'm not a big Unagi fan, but I'm like a giant fan of eel. Okay, the Toro, the the tuna yep. belly to- is tuna belly. Oh, that's my my go to. It's expensive. Uh, if you get but it's... spicy shrimp, if they have the with the weird kind of like, it's a hot sauce mm-hmm. mayonnaise kind of. Oh yeah, and yeah. It's the the little cooked shrimp mm-hmm. in a like a nori, and then on top of the rice. Yeah, so good. Well, and there's like you can get the spicy uh, tuna rolls, which have that that. Yep. That that mayonnaise, just that I think, like too. kind of kind of a splash of the sauce yeah. through it as oh, they're rolling. Yeah, so good. So yeah, I, I prefer the the sit down, but I also like because there's a few different places that I can go to. Are you are you a fan of like smaller or bigger? Like you said, you like it quieter. So, well, for sushi places, I prefer it quieter mm-hmm. because usually if I'm out for sushi, it's a longer affair. Sure, and we're chatting and like okay, we'll have some sake. We'll yeah. have. And we'll have an appetizer, mm-hmm. and we'll just, like, we're sitting and we're just, we're having a conversation. If you're in a place, like, there are a few restaurants in Calgary, not specifically sushi, mm-hmm. but you, it's open everything, yeah. and the tables are really close together, Yeah, and you have to yell. Well, and that's, that's what I was going to ask, because there's, I don't think it exists anymore, I think it got shut down, or they've changed owners, but... Up in the northwest in Calgary, there's a couple different sushi places. There's one right across from Winston Churchill High. Yeah. That was a great sushi place, and there was about eight tables. Yeah. Really Amazing. small, really intimate, and terrific sushi. And never loud. No. Despite the fact that the tables were close, it was a very it was a very controlled area. Because there was only eight tables, so yeah. you didn't have to talk above the people beside you. You could have, you know, you and I could sit here and talk like this, and yeah. it wasn't that big a deal. Because... Like we were talking about mustaches. Exactly. Yeah. Versus... There's another one up in Dalhousie, which is very big. Oh, yeah, it's, I know the one you're talking about. I can't about. remember what it's called. It's, like, right beside... It might It might. I think it used Kiro? to be the Kelsey's. There was so a Kelsey's. Kiro? Yeah. I yeah, think. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Kind of in the same complex as the as the Safeway, and it's, like, yeah. like right beside the Dairy Queen. It used to be a Kelsey's. Yeah, right. okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. And so it's it used to be, like, a franchise restaurant, and yeah. now it's a sushi place. It's very big. Yeah, it is. And so you go, and I've been there a few times, like once for a meeting, and it was really hard to have a meeting there because people are singing happy birthday, and and it's just like... And it's giant, and it's open concept, which means it's loud. And kids are there. Not that I have anything against kids, but I just like... You don't typically take your kids to a to an eight seat sushi or to an eight table sushi restaurant. Or if they are, it's quiet, so the kids are quiet. Exactly, or they're making sure their kids are quiet. Yeah, versus at this place, the kids are loud and having you know whatever. It's just they're having a good time. They're having a good time, but they're trying to be heard over top of everybody else as well. Exactly. And yes, the place that you're thinking of that's across from the high school is different owners. It has changed all of the chefs, and it's not the same. Ah. Oh, no, I need to find a new sushi place. We can help with that. (laughs) (laughs) 
I don't get sushi as often as I would like because it is very, it is pricey. It can be if you, like every once in a while if you're just like, man, I could go for sushi but I don't care what I get and just get a chef's box. Sure, yeah. Just like 16 bucks. Yep. Full meal. And Great. I've done that, but like sometimes if I want really if I want sashimi and I want tuna belly, then it's like I know I'm gonna spend fifty bucks on this meal. Yeah. I just got paid from a show, it was a fairly fairly lucrative show. I'm gonna treat myself and get some damn sushi. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Remind me after we're done, I will let you know where our favorite place is. Great. Wonderful. Italian places. Now these I don't mind if they're a little louder. There's okay. something about it. Well, I'm thinking about the kind of, not chain, but there's like the Chianti's yep. sort of idea. There's a few of them in the city. Like, yeah. it's not it's not a, a, like the Olive Garden. Yeah, pass. <laughs> <laughs> or like Eastside Mario's, yeah. Italian-American. Yeah. Where it's just like, here's the banquettes, and here's a bunch of crazy crap on the walls. And Excellent. like, free yeah. bread, and like, okay, great. And an alligator with sunglasses? Now I've seen everything. Yeah, exactly. But I don't mind that as much, where it's just like, there's something about that communal, like, I'm having pasta, and then people totally. next to me have a great bottle of wine, and I can ask them about it. Yeah. And they'll talk to you. Because you're there for Italian food. There's no pretense with Italian food. No. And I'm there, if I'm going for Italian food, like, I'm getting pasta. I make pasta at home all the time. I know. This is, I just, this is here, and yeah. I want it. Exactly. So I'm here to eat. I yeah. don't, I'm not here, I'm not having a meeting at an Italian food place, unless it's a really upscale Italian like place. Like in Osteria de Medici on, in Kensington, sure. which is like... Insanely expensive for pasta. Yes! Yeah. And it's only okay. Like, I'm, the food's decent, but like... But it's not good enough in comparison to the stuff that I can get for half the price. Precisely. Or make myself. Mm-hmm. If it was, fine. Yeah. But you know what? I can go to Lena's Italian Market, get myself some cannelloni, yeah. and stuff it with whatever the hell I want. And it is fantastic when I do that. Or get them to make it. All of the Italian people yeah. who just actually make Italian food that tastes exactly the way it's supposed to from all of the stuff that they import from Italy. Yeah. For, like, what was... Last time I was there, I think I got lasagna, and it was a plate of lasagna for $8. Nice. Well, and that's sorry. Yes, I can get them to cook it for me, and and sit I know down exactly there, like, what you mean, though. Like, yeah. go to the market, get everything. Go you to need the grocery to make store. It. Yeah, exactly. But you could literally get better yeah. pasta than I've had from Asteria. Yeah, at Lena's for a third of the price. One hundred percent, and it's so good. It's so oh good. my god! And then you get a nice americano, and oh. But yeah. that's exactly the same kind of thing. Is and that's exactly what I mean about sitting and talking and eating mm-hmm. there, because those tables are close. It's yeah. just a tiny eating area in a market. Yeah. But sometimes those are the best places. Going to Edelweiss and getting the German food there. Yeah. There's, what, 12 to 15 tables Something tops? like that, yeah. They're very, very close in together. Yeah. But there's something awesome about that mm-hmm. because it's the food and you're there. And it still feels like one of those, like, not everyone knows about it, not everyone goes there sort of places. Sure. So it's regulars. Yeah. And people like me. And I do like being a regular at a place like that where the server starts to recognize you and, and the, you know, there's, there's, I just got into a conversation with a friend the other day about, uh, she used to work as a server up in Edmonton and there was, there were, there were customers that they had that when they would go to, like when she went to a different restaurant, those customers would go to that restaurant to follow her to her new job because they liked her. That's awesome. And it's like having that customer, it's like, um, 
kind of a side note, but on the same lines, there's a whiskey bar right across from, from Lunchbox Theater. Okay. And so we have taken to frequenting that place because it's a whiskey bar right across the road from my theater. Of course. Uh, the bar manager... P.S. I did tell you that the yard house in Kensington is turning into a barbecue and bourbon place, right? It was you who told me that? Yeah. Okay, so the bar manager from the whiskey place... Yeah. ...is the one opening that place. Okay, we're going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We hey. were there We were there on, like, his last night or the night before his last day of work, and he's like... So I said, why are you leaving? He said, oh, I'm opening a place in Kensington. I said, what are you, what are you opening? He's like, oh, it's, a like, a southern barbecue place in the, what used to be the yard house. Like... Somebody yeah. just told me about that. That was me because I heard about it from my barber in Kensington. And he's like, "Yeah, they're opening this place up. We're going." Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. The bar sure. manager or the, the 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 owner is a rad dude. Awesome. Like he's from down east and like just the nicest dude in the world. And he's going like he left One Eighteen Empire a month and a half before he opened this place because he's literally going down to the states to travel to talk to different chefs to basically get like. Cooking yep. tips and like yep, he is doing going. this, he is all in. And that place is going to be amazing for like a bourbon and barbecue house Absolutely. because it's going to probably stay open concept. There's those awesome like opening up onto the sidewalk yeah. seats. They're not really a patio, but like no, but it's the windows open so you can you can get the fresh air without having to sit on the patio. That place is going to be a nightmare to get past though because you're going to smell barbecue oh. all through summer. Well, it's walking like walking past that place and it's just like nope. It's like being outside the Palomino. Yeah. Just kills me. So, yeah, I'm very excited for this place. Now I'm super hungry for Southern barbecue. And, of course, we're doing this at, at dinner supper time. time. Yeah. Because yeah. we're idiots. Yep. Yeah. I think Jamie knows. Totally. She's just like, yep, talk about food. Yeah. Uh, and considering we started off a little rocky, a little late, I, figured and, it yeah. would, I figured it would work into it. Um... I don't go to a lot of steak places, especially high-end steak places, because they are very expensive. Yeah. When it comes to, like, I like the keg. Sure. It's not, it's nothing special, but they cook steak really well. Upstairs, downstairs. Um. Are you a restaurant or are you bar? Because I'm 99% bar. I'm usually the bar because you can get a, you can often get a table at the bar versus yep. the restaurant where there's perpetually a waiting list. Oh, yeah. I've gone on dates where we'll go to the restaurant because sure. it's well, nice. you usually make a reservation, right? Exactly. So, and so it's like, yeah. well, well, we'll go to the restaurant. But more often than not, I like to go to the bar. I mean, we the one right by us, we used to frequent fairly regularly. So yeah. they got to know us. And again, there's something so nice. It's different about being a regular at a bar versus being a regular at a restaurant. Yeah. Because it is. makes you seem like a little bit more of an alcoholic. But there's something so nice about the bartenders knowing your drink. But even when we were regular at the keg... It wasn't because we were regulars at the bar all the time. It's not like, here's your pitcher. It's, here's your pitcher, and here's your sliders that you order, like, every week or so. Well, and here's your pitcher and your four glasses for your pitcher. Like, it would be yeah. a group of people going to watch the hockey game. Yep. And then getting, you know, a couple Or we of just closed a show, so there's eight of us. Exactly. And it's just like, oh, there's more of you today. Two yeah. pitchers? It's like, yeah, that'll work. Yeah, and it helped that one of the guys, one of the managers was... An old roommate of my sister's. I'm like, hi, Devin. We're here. <laughs> hey, Dave. Yeah, that helped. Yeah. Um, okay, now here's one. Sure. Coffee shops. As someone who doesn't generally drink coffee, this could be weird. But not even just the coffee. Like, it doesn't have to be. But, like, 
I still go. I still go. I get teas. I get London Fog. I get juices. Yeah. And that's what I mean. Like, I've kind of cut caffeine out of my life as much as I can just because. Which is impressive. And I did that for about six months and now I don't anymore. It also helps. I do work nights. So mornings are not a problem for me. And I'm a night person naturally. So if I do have to get up, there is definitely coffee in my life. And I just typically enjoy the flavor of coffee. Also, when I'm sick, I have tons of caffeine and it helps because it because it boosts your tap metabolism a little bit and it starts getting you running a bit faster huh. because I don't use it when, oh, sure. when I'm not like oh man I'm I'm coming down with something yeah. I can have a coffee and like a coke later and it's just like okay great interesting it seems to go faster cuz I never have coffee when I'm sick because I like usually I have a sore throat and I feel like I don't want I feel like the coffee is just I like hot beverages but I often go to like an apple cider when I'm sick I'll go green tea huh interesting or coffee yeah um, anyway, sorry. But like, as shops. far as coffee shops go, like I'm looking for something. Now, like, am I going in to sit down and we're talking about stuff? Because then I'm wanting something that's a little more intimate. Sure. Yeah. I. Yes. Okay. We'll go with that way. Because like, there's there's some like I like local coffee shops where you're supporting a small business. It's not a Starbucks or a franchise or anything like and that. And those are generally what I what I mean, right? Yeah. Because they have like mismatching tables totally. and like they're wooden tables and they maybe they got couches and yeah. that sort of stuff. Like, yeah. I'll go to the Extreme Bean, and I'll I'll grab lunch stuff from there every mm-hmm. once in a while as well, if I'm not feeling like a sandwich, because sure. that Lazy Loaf's great. Yeah. This has turned into something of a Calgary talk, but whatever. Like, we can go we, to a little we, sandwich you talk place. You talk about what you know. Yeah. Yeah. We can go to a little sandwich place, mm-hmm. or Extreme Bean, which is a coffee milkshake, but they also do Chinese food for cheap plates. They also sure. do quesadilla. They yeah. do, like, random things. It's that a the, little bit more of an assortment than you that get. That the sandwich it. place doesn't do. So yeah. if I don't want a sandwich, I'll go there. And that's exactly what it is. Is It's it's small. Yeah. It's intimate. They do have a patio. Mm-hmm. They have big chairs and, like, a fireplace. Yeah. Yeah, and it's nice. I like those places. There's something about people knowing your name. Yep. Whether it's a bar, a restaurant, a coffee shop, I've been going back to the local coffee shop. I had kind of had a hiatus, not because I didn't like it or anything, just because... Because you did. I just wasn't going. It and happens. Like, I was like, I need to start getting my coffee from there. If I'm going to be buying a coffee every morning, I might as well get it from a local place with people I like. And like, yeah. you know, I've been going there for 10 years, off and on. Exactly. So why not continue that? Um... And, and so I went recently, and there was an issue. I ordered a sandwich, and so I wrote, so it was for Dave. And then there was a guy named Dale. And so they kept asking, they kept going around, Dale, Dale, sandwich for Dale. And Dale wasn't picking up his sandwich. And my sandwich wasn't coming, and it was about 45 minutes. And so I was like, is it possible that Dale thought that Dave was Dale? Like the, that the V was actually an L? And that he took my sandwich and like, oh, yeah, that's probably what happened. I'm like, that's cool. Can he make my sandwich again? Was Dale's sandwich not good? It was different than what I wanted. I mean, it was, I wanted chicken and I think he got turkey or whatever it was. Like, I'm sure it would have been fine, but I was like, I know. Like, that's like, not much. It's, it's like, a different topic, I wanted right? chicken and it was like smoked meat and yeah, sprout egg and salad I wanted, or something. But it, like, ugh. There were different topics than what I was hoping for. Nothing wrong with egg salad. It's no, just if I, you're wanting chicken or turkey and you get egg salad, it's just like, oh, this exactly. is this is wrong. I love egg salad, but it's, exactly, I don't, I don't like egg salad when I want chicken breast. Like it wasn't like processed chicken; it's a processed turkey, right? And I wanted like fresh chicken, and so uh, I was like, mm, and so they said you can have this one, or we'll we'll put you, like we'll rush your order, and like 
eight minutes later, my sandwich was there. Perfect. And I was, they were they were super apologetic. They gave me like a free cookie, and their their cookies free are cookie. Yeah, their cookies are the size of my my hand, my open yeah. palm. Like they're massive. They're like a discus. Yeah. Um. And and what a great name for a cookie shop. Discus cookies. Yes. How has that not happened yet? I don't know. Anyway, um, so they gave me free. They gave me the, the cookie, and they they rushed my order, and they were super apologetic, and I was cool about it. Like I've been there enough times that I know it wasn't intentional. I didn't want yeah. to like I, I wasn't going to cause a scene. So I was like, oh no, it's cool. I get it. And and one of the coffee, one of the the baristas said, thank you for being so understanding. Like you know, these things happen. I was like, I get it. It's fine. I went in a week later, and one of the girls was like, hey Dave, oh coffee's on us today because of the sandwich issue. Cool. So it's, yeah. Be a like, regular. Being a regular is so nice. And so there's something, and this is a, like, it's it's got the mismatched chairs and it yep. doesn't, you know, different tables. Just like, hey, this will look cool in our in our coffee shop. Exactly. I like places like that. And this one, it, the, the Lazy Loaf gets busy. Oh, it does. And loud. Oh, but it does. But at a certain I'm, point, I don't care. No, exactly. I'm going because I, I'm, I'm known and I like the food, and it's reliable. I think when I said I prefer quiet, is that's when I'm wanting to have, like, a dinner. Totally. That's when it's, I'm sitting down, we're yeah. having a conversation, we're having a drink, we're going to have maybe have appetite. Like, it's yeah. when it's an experience. When it's more than but just, like, just like, I need some food and we're in and out. Or it's just like, okay, Sean, Dave, and our friend Dean, yeah. let's grab lunch and just, like, talk for an hour. Yeah. I don't need a fancy place. Like, I don't no. need a place that's got that. If it's bustling and if a former federal leader is sitting next to us, whatever, fine. Totally. We that's, just, that's a nice, there's a nice warm energy to that. Yeah. And we're just, we're hanging out. And if it's just, I need you to repeat something because I couldn't hear it over top of the, the table next to us was laughing too loud. Yeah. Whatever. No big deal. But when I'm, when I'm, yeah, when you have a, a couple of groups of friends or when you have, you know, a group of friends or somebody you haven't seen in a while and it's like, let's go and catch up. Let's spend a few hours and like literally like just sit and enjoy each other's company. Yeah. It's nice to have a quieter place and just somewhere yep. where it's a little less busy. Frenetic. Yeah. Yeah. Calm, I think. Yeah, less frantic, I guess. Yeah. 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 It's um it's it's comforting in that sense. Did you ever and I don't know that I'm your hero? Yes. That's good. Uh, did you ever, there was a place, uh, it was the the Bedouin tent or the Moroccan tent or something like that. It was down on 4th. It's not there anymore. Okay. Uh, but it was set up like a Berber tent. So it was low tables and you sat on pillows and everybody had, like, it was closed off by curtains. Oh, cool. Oh, it was so good. And it was like Moroccan food. And like Moroccan, Egyptian, and a little bit of Middle Eastern. So you could, and if you set it up, they had a meal. That you could do. So you could just do, like, I'll order this and this from the menu. Mm-hmm. Or you could go in, and it was a three to four hour experience, nine courses. Nice. And you just, they, it started with, like, rose water to wash your hands. Mm-hmm. And, like, they did everything traditionally, and they'd bring plates. And you just, you sit, and you talk. So it's an experience. You're basically by yourself. But, you like, there's other people there, but it's never super loud. Everyone's kind of contained yeah. in their own little mini tent. So cool. I do like that. The other thing I was going to say is, like, when I'm with a group of people, like, when our family gets together and... Which is, like, 90 people. Yeah. We know that we're going to be loud. It's yeah. just... Oh, yeah. When you have 20 people sitting at a table, or various tables, it's going to be loud. Because yeah. there's an energy there that just bubbles over. Yeah. So I like 
in that situation, I like when there's restaurants with kind of like there's a room for that where yeah. you know there's there's a a place in Calgary on Seventeenth. Uh, it's called Ed's, and it's an old house that's been like it's a fairly big old house, but it's been turned into a into a restaurant. So there's an upstairs. Any and restaurant downstairs. that was formerly an old house, absolutely is the best. And Bars so, too. Yeah, and like, so we've had we've been in like they have a side room, and we've gone there. And I mean, it's not like they can't close us off, but at least we're kind of away from the general public. Yeah. When I was in Seattle, our first night in Seattle in 2013, there was 12 of us or something who went to uh, the Palace Kitchen in Seattle. Phenomenal food. I don't know. Do you know who Tommy Douglas is? Uh, Probably not. He's a celebrity chef, apparently. Okay. Every time we went to a restaurant in Seattle, I'd text my mom and be like, oh, we're at the Palace Kitchen. She's like, oh, that's a Tommy Douglas restaurant. I was like, cool. I don't know who that is. Great. She loves Tommy Douglas. I'm like, that's nifty. So we went to a bunch of his places in Seattle. Sweet. Um, That was one of them. And we kind of had this other side room because there was a ton of us. And we were all Pearl Jam friends. And it was our first night in Seattle. So the booze was flowing. The laughs were happening. I was just like, it's a good thing we're here. Yeah. Because... We would be disrupting everybody. Even as it stood, we were probably disrupting everybody because we were just bubbling over. Yeah. But sometimes that happens, and you can't curb that. It's just nice to be able to put those people, kind of sequester them so it's not quite as... If there's a private room. Exactly. If there's a a different area. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think that answers Jamie's question. I hope so. Um, If it didn't... Be more specific, and we'll try and answer. And I'm not, I'm not criticizing. I'm just saying, no. like, if you want more specificity to our answers, we'll do it again the way you yeah. want it. But I, I think this is a pretty good. My, my, like I said, the old house turned into a restaurant or bar. Mm. Always amazing. Uh, smaller places, local places. Yeah. With mismatchy stuff, where the food, like locals who are in the know, go in, and the totally. food is amazing. Yeah. Those are generally my favorite over top of large open concept places where you can't hear yourself. Like, if you went to, say, like a Kelsey's, we mentioned Kelsey's yeah. before, do they even exist in this I country anymore? I don't Maybe yeah. down east? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, but if if you guys, like the family of 20 or the 12 Pearl Jam fans, were at a Kelsey's, that would be a nightmare for anyone else who was just totally. like, I just want, I've had a long day. I'm going to go grab fish and chips yeah. and a giant soda, and I'm going to eat this. And in all honesty, it would probably be a nightmare for us, too, because we would feel like we couldn't be as as vivacious because yep. it's too open. And there's, it, like, we would feel awkward about disrupting other people's meals. Yeah. Whereas if you're kind of off to the side, it's not as, like, yeah, we're being loud, but we're not in your face about it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Thank you for the question, Jamie. It was different. It which was is nice. I like different. Which means our next one will totally not be any different. <laughs> nope. That's the way it goes. Uh, anyway, <laughs> our next question is brought to you in fart by the fine people at Rocky's Gunatorium. You know, Dave, there are a variety of situations where a Facebook notification or email just won't do. Nothing has the same appeal, personal touch, nor the same memorability as hired goons. Rocky's Gunatorium has been operating since 1928 and has provided quality and effective service that only strong lineage goons can provide. That's Rocky's Gunatorium. Gooning for you has been great since Calvin Coolidge was stumping at your gate. Hired goons? I didn't hire any goons. 
And we're back. Today's second question comes to us via email, guysfrompodcast at gmail.com. Brittany wants us to talk about game show prizes. I'm so excited about this. This one's kind of been, because it hasn't been pressing, this one's been kind of in the wings for a while. We're just like... It's been lurking around for a bit because we have established on more than one occasion that we like game shows. We, we love game, about game shows. shows. Yeah. So it's like, we will get to it. We promise you, Brittany. But, but sometimes... You know, trailer reviews or or yeah, the, whatever comes. The Olympics up. are coming. Exactly, the football season starting. We've we got need a, to talk about the about the World Cup or the Euro Cup or whatever. There's things that we need to talk about. Where's this one? It's like we'll get to it. Yeah. And now here we are. Uh, there's so many places to start. I mean, I'm a Jeopardy guy, so right. to me, game show prizes is money. I love the idea of just winning money. Which is fine. Which is great because, I mean, if you're Ken Jennings, you make a million dollars. Who wants to be a millionaire? You win a million dollars. Exactly. So, okay, I mean, cool. in the States, you come away with, what, $500,000 or something like that? Yeah, after taxes and all that Notwithstanding, sort of stuff. you still make a butt ton of money, Yeah. which is great. But then you go to, like... That's not as fun as what some other stuff is. No. So, I just figured, I, I was like, yeah, we'll talk about money for 15 seconds, but yeah. now let's talk about... Is the gold standard for fairly good prizes not the prices right? Absolutely. Where it's just like, you get a trip to, you're going to Morocco. The other person's like, you get a new car. Totally. Like, the showcase, like the showcase showdown, you get like, the one person gets a car and, or like a truck and a boat to, to haul behind the truck. The and like catamaran. The, yeah. Remember it was always catamarans? Never always was like, a catamaran. But why do we want a catamaran? I live in Kansas. Exactly. <laughs> But, I mean, if you live somewhere near water, great. I mean, technically, we have the ghost. Everybody out there has, has catamarans. Yeah, you, could, you can always find a lake to catamaran on. If you one were so inclined. Did you did you not also get something, like, what you won out of the panel from? If you got the, like, it's a dinette set, and then you, you, you were closest. You had to closest. bid on it in order to get up onto the, onto yeah, the stage. But yeah, but weren't you closest? If you were closest, were you not also getting that? I so think so. So everyone went home with something, right? Yeah. yeah, so you go home with that, and then you, I mean, then you compete, so you do the, the yodeling climber or whatever, and... Everybody loves the mountaineering game. The mountaineering. it's the best game. It's, Planko's the best game, but that, again, yeah. that was just for money. Well, yeah, but... But then, like, That's there was, nowhere near as fun as watching that little yodeling guy. Totally. But then there was also like there there was the one where they would have a price. It's and usually it was for a new car. So it's like a new car and it's like a Toyota Altima or Nissan Altima or yeah. Corolla or something. But it's whatever, it's a new Altima's car. It's a nice car. Sure. Yeah. And so you'd get that you'd get that car, but it was like the price that we have is twenty four thousand six hundred and forty five dollars. And then you had to decide whether that was each number you could either it was was it higher or lower than that number and that that was all he had to do but yeah. like even that was hard I loved that but and then you could win that and then you go to the showcase showdown and then you go to the showcase yeah and if you were good enough you could win it all I actually know a guy who won on the prices right he nice. won the showcase yeah did he get a catamaran I can't remember what he got I think he might have <laughs> but I think he lives in California, so it was... Oh, so it's actually like, sweet, I have a catamaran. Yeah, so I don't think it was... He's a Pearl Jam guy, and like, I know him, he's a friend of a friend, but gotcha. I saw, I watched that episode, it's just like, I know him, and he won, that's awesome. Um, But yeah, it is 
absolutely the gold standard. Because there's something about that. There was the old, like, let's make a deal. Wasn't that kind of, or there was all the old ones where it's like, there's three doors. You could have, or you can keep what you have, or what's in the mystery box. Exactly. And that was, that was, let's make a deal. Yeah. Monty Hall. He would, yep. you know, it's like, I'll give you. I just know there's a couple other ones. I just can't sure. think of those off the top of my head. But, but that yeah. was the kind of the, the staple. It was like, I'll give you $500, and you can keep that $500, or you could have what's under this box on the table. And they're like, yep. oh, I'm going to take the box. Okay, well, you can have. And so that's a, a new TV. And so then it's like you could have that new TV or you could have what's behind door number one and like kind of move your way up. And eventually, like sometimes you'd get skunked and sometimes sometimes you could win a new trip behind door number three. Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm going to Paris. Sweet. Or yeah. it's a goat, like a literally a, a live goat. Yeah. I wonder if they got to keep the goat or if that just meant that you busted out. I hope you got to keep the goat. I know. I got a goat. to leave with <laughs> Oh, you're on Let's Make a Deal, hey? I was. What did you win? Goat. That's really what I wanted. I really, really, really want... I didn't want a trip to Morocco. I wanted a, a goat. Delicious, delicious goat. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, like, Let's Make a Deal. But then do you remember, like, the newlywed game? Oh, yeah. Where, like... And I'm talking about the old, old newlywed the game. One. The yeah. original. I think it was Bobby Eubanks who used to host it. I think so. I think and it was like the the winning couple would get like kitchen appliances and you want a like green fridge yeah cuz it was from the 60s or the 70s and it was just like oh my god a that brand is... new frigidaire <laughs> and it oh. was a heinous color i guess if you're newlyweds then maybe it's great because you're furnishing your house but yay fridge oh, oh but they're awful <laughs> they were so bad so so gross color too do you remember there was a weird kind of like 90s game show for kids called Funhouse? No. I remember uh, Kid Street. I think that was a, 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 a game. I remember a few like kids game shows, but I don't remember Funhouse. Okay. Funhouse was... Uh, it's hard to explain... There's okay, so there's two teams of kids. Okay. And throughout the game they are collecting prizes. They're not necessarily winning them, but they are. You're collecting prizes by either answering trivia questions or there'd be a challenge or something like, Oh, you gotta nail these people sitting in these seats with these water balloons or whatever and it's just okay. kinda weird and fun. Yeah. But the prizes sucked. I feel like I kind of, like, now that you're kind of talking about this, I feel like it's starting to ring a little bit of a bell. It was on for, like, a decade. Oh, then I must like, have seen I'm it. I'm sure you probably just don't remember it. You probably blocked it out because there's stuff like prizes were a tennis bag from Dunlop. Because, you know, Ooh. every 10-year-old wants a Dunlop tennis bag. <laughs> uh, about 20 harmonicas. It's just a, a box filled with harmonicas. Because kids love harmonicas. What about eight chocolate bars? Delicious, delicious chocolate bars, which you and your team can share. You know, like a timeout bar and a crunchy. <laughs> uh, a blow-up alligator. Why? <laughs> one kid won a kite? Keen. Because that's... There's one thing when I was actually as a kid in the 90s I definitely had a kite. But totally. if I was winning a trivia contest, I want more than a kite. Yeah. 
Like, you see, you know, you're watching these grown-up shows, and it's like, cool, I want chocolate bars, but you know when else I get chocolate bars? When I'm trick-or-treating. Yeah. Or when I have 75 cents, because this is the 90s, and so chocolate bars were cheaper. Yeah, they But were. I, I can get these. I don't... I can, I can get a kite. I can get my... If I really want a kite, I'll be like, hey, Mom and Dad, can you buy me a kite? Hopefully it's a box kite. Yeah. Ooh, box kite. <laughs> but... If I really wanted a kite, I could get my parents to buy one for me. I wouldn't need to, you know, go on a TV trivia show. If I'm doing that, like, I would like a new bike. Yeah, some something that's an event to get. Yeah, or like... Not eight chocolate bars. An RC race car or something. Yeah, yes. or a fax machine. I want a fax machine. That wasn't on fun. Okay. That was on a different game show. It was Generation <laughs> Game. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Get a fax machine, Ooh. which in the '90s that came in handy. That, and they were probably fairly expensive at that point. They like, were that's that a, new technology, and you know that's a five hundred dollar thing that you don't have to buy. You yeah, need to set up a fax line, but you know whatever. That's that's a minimal expense. Plus, then you can send faxes to people. Yeah, and that was highly in demand, especially in my circle of friends in the '90s. <laughs> I realized that was more of an adult game. To be fair, sure, but there there are so many unbelievably terrible game show prizes. But game shows are so cheap to make to fill time on networks. Mm-hmm. Advertising alone, like you see stuff like the ten thousand dollar pyramid. It's like, oh sweet, I won ten grand, and I'll keep six of it or whatever. Sure. But they had to pay practically nothing to get Tony Randall to be there with you. Family Guy reference, but the advertising money—they're making way more than that. So it's super easy. But when they're giving you a kite or bike lights and a coat, that's not exactly exciting to me. No. You could put a little bit more in because I'm pretty sure Kellogg's and Nutrigrain and Mattel gave you way more money than bike lights and a coat. (laughs) Well, I was going to say, like, you're probably not getting the same sort of... Before you mentioned Kellogg's and Mattel, yeah. I was going to say you're probably not getting the same advertising as you would during $10,000 Pyramid, but you're right. If, but you're, you if you're putting it on in kids' time, it's like you put cereal and you put Mattel commercials on, yeah. that is a ton of advertising. Yeah. And I've never met a person in my life who doesn't like a game show. Yeah. At least one. Maybe and, you're not into trivia shows, but you like... Wh- have you ever met a person who didn't like Bob Barker's uh, Prices no. Right? No. Not our age. Not our age. Because no. when you were sick, you watched The Prices Right. Yeah. It Hopefully was... to see the yodeling guy, who we keep bringing back up, but that's because he's amazing. Yeah. And I mean, if you were sick for a couple days, you might get the yodeling guy, but it was always just like a stroke of luck. It's like, ah, uh, maybe today's the day. Yeah. And that's why I like Plinko, because they never played Plinko. That's I always fair. tried to figure out, I was like, how would you get the, and you just, it's just, it's There's a no crapshoot. There's yeah. no way. It's luck. So, I don't, I've never met anybody who doesn't like a game show, which means that everybody's always, at some point in their life, has watched game shows, which yeah. means there's advertising profits to be had. Yeah, exactly. And so, yes, so <laughs> bike lights and a coat. Bike lights and a coat, or a camp stove. If I'm nine, I don't want a camp stove. If I'm 30, I don't want a camp stove. If you're winning a trivia contest and challenge game? Yeah, like, again, I like camping, and a camp stove is a very handy thing to have, but they're what, 150 bucks at Canadian Tire? 
Maybe. Yeah, if, if that. If you're getting a, if you're getting if a, you're getting a one. Coleman one, yeah. It, like, I'm pretty sure you could get like a cheaper one for seventy five bucks. I can assure you, the one that it was given out is not a hundred and fifty dollar Coleman camp stove. Good lord! It's plastic. <laughs> that thing is awful. Like it, it looks like it's going to melt. Yeah. I don't know what you're going to use that for. <clears throat> okay, now I'm I'm gonna pitch you a few other prizes. Okay. I f- full disclosure, before we got started on this one, I totally went to the internet to Google some lists. Sean actually did some work. Yeah, yeah. because we needed to talk about some crazy prizes. Because let's be fair, the best prizes, trivia contests, give me money. Mm-hmm. And if I'm doing crazy stuff, give me fabulous prizes. Sure. A, a trip. The, the, great. The key word here in italics is fabulous. Yeah, I want. Not just like lame ass Crappy camp stove prizes. What about a calculator and some fountain pens from the game show Mousetrap? A telescope, mug, game of Monopoly, and a creepy mannequin modeling some other swag you get from the show that you were just on. Oh my god. It's a creepy mannequin. It's one of those weird mannequins that don't have actual defined features. They're just kind of like faceless human blobs. Can and you imagine, like, so what was that? That was a telescope, telescope? a game of Monopoly. Now, telescope, that's kind of cool. If it's a decent enough telescope. Yeah, if it's a, sure, game it's of like Monopoly. it's like a Fisher-Price telescope. Yeah, that would kind of suck. It looks like a, in the okay. picture, it looks like a decent so telescope. So is it like a Bart of, Dar- Bart of Darkness telescope? Not that good, but not like a weird plastic stretch it out telescope. But this is a, like, it's got a little tripod and oh, stuff. Oh, okay. So, so it's, it's a decent, decent telescope. Okay, so kind of, okay. Say a $50 telescope sure, now. that's fine. I mean, I wouldn't be, okay, so a, a, a telescope. Yeah, a, a mug. Game of Monopoly. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't forget the mug. I, that was, Okay. A mug. Does it have the game show's logo on it? Yes. Awesome. Monopoly. Right. And a creepy mannequin. With stuff on it. Okay. So, telescope, fine. I wouldn't be... I, I'm not a... I, I've never really been a science guy. I mean, it'd be cool to have one and, like, maybe use it out at my cabin. Like, use it yeah. as a spotting scope where you see some wildlife. It's like, oh, cool. Yeah, exactly. Not a bad thing, but still, I don't necessarily want to win that. But whatever. But that's not an like compared to calculator and fountain pens. That's like that's, I'm yeah, okay with that. That's all right. A mug, yippee! It came with it. Fine. I have a thousand mugs. <laughs> not one with to me to you on it. Ooh, that's okay. It, it's it's Robin's egg blue with a purple paint splot and the lettering's in pink. Well, if you can see Dave's hold face. Hold the phone, like you guys. Wow. Hold the phone. Monopoly. I had Monopoly growing up. I hate Monopoly. I don't hate Monopoly. I love Monopoly, but it's so damn frustrating. Yeah, it is. But this mannequin, what what would you do with it? Besides put it in your siblings' rooms to scare the crap out of them. Okay. Okay. A camera. What kind of... I guess in the 90s it would be a film camera. A, a Just 90s a point shoot film, sort of thing, point right? Like, shoot, no lenses. Okay, yeah. Just yeah. like your standard, your first baby's first camera sort of thing. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. and again, this is a kid's... This sure. this is this one specifically is a kids one. Yeah. So like it's but like a, I remember kids my first camera. First, my first camera was it was just you put the film in and you took you couldn't zoom. Exactly. You, just, you had to like finger wind yeah. the film. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what this is. Four cinema vouchers to an Odeon cinema complex. Okay. Uh, they are complimentary guest tickets, which means either children or adults. Oh. And a knockoff handheld 
what would probably be the toxic Avenger if it was actually on brand, but it's a toxic, I think, intimidator handheld video game. The sort that you would buy at like Walmart that costs $9 in 1994. The toxic intimidator. Uh-huh. Now I remember those those like they were just the the one they were like a cartridge, but it was and the screen was about an inch by an inch and a half, yeah, right? Real tiny. Real tiny. And the only one I ever played, there was a car racing one. It was like the screen would come up at you. And you couldn't see anything coming, so you'd always run into stuff, but your car was always in screen. Yeah. yeah. And so like you had to dodge traffic and you had three lanes. And so you just had to go back and forth. So you'd always try and stay in the middle lane, but every now and then there'd be two cars on the same, so you'd have to jump over. Like, yep. it was it was a good little game, and I, I actually really enjoyed those games, but... Well, I don't know what the Toxic Intimidator is, but uh, I bet you it's pretty sweet. It, it sounds terrific. That's not even the best one from oh, Finders Keepers. I've been great. saving this one, and then I've got a couple from, like, major game oh, shows. Oh, okay, perfect. And then we'll, I think, probably wrap this segment up. <laughs> Because we could sit here all day and talk about crazy prizes. Absolutely. So this is from the same show that gave out the last the last prize. The, oh, okay. With the, the Toxic, toxic Intimidator. Okay. A personal organizer. What? That's the lead. Is a, what is a personal organizer? Like a like a, a address book? Uh, let me go through the whole okay. thing and okay. then I'll show you the picture. Okay. But a personal organizer, <clears throat> a frisbee, a hoodie, Ooh. and a hat. And the personal organizer is essentially, it's kind of like a fanny pack, but not really, where you could organize all of your gear, your sweet, sweet gear, into separate pockets. So it's kind of like a, 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 a crappy 90s messenger bag mixed with like a trapper keeper. Yeah, basically. <laughs> that looks awful. Oh my god. If I, like... I'm speechless. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to put myself in like twelve-year-old Dave's shoes. Now, right? granted, winning would be fun, and it's like yes. I think the, the 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 cool part would be you're on TV. Yeah, it's like, exactly. Hey, I'm gonna record this. I'll have it recorded forever so that I can prove that I was on this game show. Like that's kind of the what you're really taking out of this. Yeah, it is. But at the same time, you wear your what was the game? Do you know what what the game show was? Finders keepers. Finders keepers. You show up on on Monday and it's like, hey, check out my Finders keepers hoodie. Yeah. Oh, did did everybody get one of those? No, I won it. This was my prize. Like that's and that's just it. Everything that I've just gone over and you brought that up, which is perfect. Yeah. Everything that I just brought up sounds like the everyone who came today gets this. People participate. People not on stage in in Finders keepers get a frisbee and a hoodie. Like yeah. It's like, oh, you made it so close to actually competing, but you didn't, so have a hoodie and a frisbee. And that that would make total sense. Totally. And that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but to win that? Oh, man. That's... Uh, mm. <laughs> so here's, here's a few okay. that I think you might enjoy. Family Fortunes is a British show. Okay. It's the British version, essentially, of Family Feud. Okay. So, in addition to cash... Mm -hmm. So, you get cash. So, this isn't this isn't as bad <laughs> as it's just like, you only win this. Sure. The winning team... Both teams would get 
a silver frame with an 8x10 of their family in it. The winners, however, was in color. (laughs) (laughs) The Constellation family, we can't spare the expense of printing off that photo in color. So you guys, you guys get a black and white. Exactly. If you win, though, you get this sweet 50-cent silver frame and a color photo. Yeah. And the money. And the money. Let's, so so really, like, I, you would think that for the consolation prize, you would at least get a color photo. It's like, not only did you not win money, but you're not even good enough to have color photos. <laughs> Literally, you lost. Here's a silver frame with a black and white photo of your family in it. <laughs> now get the hell out of here. <laughs> now get out. <laughs> I've got three more, which I oh, think okay. you'll enjoy. There's... This is this show is called Runaway. It's a trivia show which is contestants knowing facts about the day you were born. Whoa! Which is a really cool concept. That is a really cool concept. Did I call it Runaway? Yeah. It's Runway. Oh, okay. my bad. But, okay. Yeah. So it's but still like that. What a neat idea. Yeah. Is it the actual day, like August tenth, nineteen eighty three? The day you were born. So it's not my birthday over years, it's literally that one particular day. I believe so, yes. Wow! So you have to know facts about your day. Like that every breath you take was the number one song in the day that I was born. Right. Glad you know that. So, and then there's three participants and they're competing for prizes. Okay. The highest point total gets a full set of travel luggage, like high-end luggage. Oh, okay, that's actually not bad. That run, stuff's expensive. Yeah, it is. And it's good travel luggage. Okay. So it's it's not just like, here's some random stuff we found or whatever, or it's not Walmart brand. Sure. It's like, it's, yeah, okay. Here's like, a good, it's not coach. Swiss, but it's, Swiss. Yeah, it's case Swiss. Swiss, Swiss. Like really nice okay. luggage. Okay. The runners up get newspapers from the day they were born. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> and get out. <laughs> Hello. I'm curious, are they reprints? Like, how do they get those? Yeah, it would be, like, you. here's a printed copy of the Calgary Herald, or the Edmonton Journal from the day you were born. Sure. Was Did Barhead have a paper? I was born on high level, but... Okay, that's does high level have I a paper? I have no idea. I don't... Barhead does, okay. but I don't... I, I mean, high level, it's like 2,000 people or something. I doubt that they had a paper. Here's a Grand Prairie, whatever. Sure, or the Edmonton Journal, fine. Yeah, like, I, was, I was just thinking a major yeah, paper. totally. The Edmonton yeah. Journal, that makes perfect sense. That's the closest major city. That's exactly what yeah. I was thinking. So here's an Edmonton Journal from August 10th, 1983, on a memory stick. <laughs> Ooh! No, I think you got the actual paper. I assume but, yeah. at that point you probably did, but like nowadays, just like, here... Have a yep. memory stick. Here's a PDF. Uh, so the second to last one, because they keep getting better. Obviously. Uh, Ready, Steady, Cook, which is a BBC cooking contest. I remember that title sounds familiar. Yeah, it it went on forever. Like it went on for quite a while until it ended in 2007. Okay. So when it first started, the winner won a hundred pounds sterling. Wow. So like when it first started, pretty awesome. Yeah. They never increased it. <laughs> However, as the show neared its end, the winner received a plate, while the runner-up was given a mug. And get out. (laughs) And get out. (laughs) A plate! Here's a hundred pounds and a plate. 
in 2007. You took time off of work for this. Here's 100 pounds and a plate. Congratulations. <laughs> and you, sir, don't think that we've forgotten about you. Here's your mug. <laughs> and get out. We have to turn this into... We have to get ready for our next recording. Oh, my goodness. Yep. <laughs> Now, back in the Lost podcasts, mm-hmm. we talked about this one, so you might remember it, but it's the British variety show called Cracker Jack, which was around from 55 to 84. Okay. One of the highlights was a segment called Double or Drop, where child contestants were chosen from the audience and asked trivia questions. Okay. If they answered the questions correctly, they won prizes. If they answered them incorrectly... They got shocked. They got cabbage. <laughs> That's right. The studio had a bunch of cabbages backstage to give to contestants who got questions wrong. Every contestant would be given a pencil to take home as well. So if you lost, you would get a cabbage and a pencil. I don't think it could get worse than that. It's just like, who was the king of England in 1904? Uh, Edward? Yeah. Whew. I won't ask for a number. It's fine. What Edward was it? Four, I think. Oh, okay. I was going to say fifth, but I don't know if there is a fifth. Anyway, not that it matters. Third? Like, okay, so... if But if I if I need to be specific, it's like King Edward. What Can you be more specific? No. Here's your, Here's cabbage, your cabbage and a pencil and get out. <laughs> can I go sit back with my family? No. Stand here with your cabbage. Out the stage door. That that sounds awful. (laughs) So now the question is to finish this podcast off. The question is do you want the personal organizer, the frisbee, the hoodie, and the hat, or the cabbage and the pencil? Well, I mean, if those are my options. I'm taking the Trapper Keeper frisbee hoodie and a hat. That was a little too good. Do you take the eight <laughs> chocolate bars or the cabbage and pencil? Keeping in mind that one of those chocolate bars was a crunchy. I do love crunchy. I think I gotta go to the chocolate bars. What kid wants a cabbage? <laughs> what grown up? Like, I. I, I like cabbage. Yeah. I don't dislike cabbage. I love Brussels sprouts, which are baby cabbage. Yep. I love, like, pickled uh, sauerkraut, which is cabbage. I yep. know it's not your German it's definition fermented. of it. but It's fermented. Yeah. Fermented cabbage is sauerkraut. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So I like cabbage I in cabbage various forms. And yep. I, like, I like cabbage. I can safely say I personally have never bought a cabbage in my life. Like, I, I've never gone to a grocery store and thought... I need a cabbage. I've never oh. bought a cabbage. I definitely have, but I make cabbage rolls. So, sure, and yeah. I, I never do because I'm not German. But I don't. if I don't buy them, I certainly don't need to be given a cabbage. And I'm 32 years old. Good lord. I wish I had a cabbage so I could just like <laughs> give it to you and say, get out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Sean, I'll see you. Here's your cabbage. Thanks for coming on. And a pencil. Next podcast. Oh, though that's it. <coughs> you, Mr. and Miss Internet, are the lifeblood of our podcast, and we want to answer your questions just like this one. 
or just have a good old chat. Want to talk to us on Twitter? Dave can be found at David Ron. That's Ron with two N's. I can be found at Sean Cord. That's Sean with a U. And we are at Guys From Podcast. Email us at guysfrompodcast at gmail.com, just like Brittany did. Facebook us at The Guys From. Or send us a raven at Castle Guys From. Yeah! If you enjoy The Guys From Podcast, tell your friends, tell your family, tell strangers. Teach the name to parrots so that they can tell friends, family, and strangers. Only you can help our podcast grow. Also, throw us a rating or review on iTunes. Everything helps. We are available on pretty much everywhere podcasts can be found, including Player FM, Podbean, the Blueberry app, and Stitcher, the innovative on-demand podcast app. Hey, Dave, is there anything you wanted to plug? Have you ever been to Benihana's? I haven't, but you should go and tell me how it is. Apparently, it's a really fun time. Sean? Okay. (laughs) We were talking about restaurants. It's like, what's restaurant-related yeah, that, that works. Yeah. On our website, theguysfrom.com, aside from hosting this amazing podcast, if I do say so myself, <laughs> we also write articles on things like music, indie music on Tuesdays, throwback tracks on Thursdays, movies, sports picks, TV, just a whole bunch of everything. Dave reviews books every once yeah. in a while. And where can I find that all again, Sean? That's theguysfrom.com. Woo! Also, head to ihorror.com for all of your horror news, interview, and review needs. And there's a part of me that's like, you should watch Jeopardy, but that's too easy. You should watch something crazy. Find some old game show on YouTube and just watch it. Try and find the newlywed game from the 70s. It's so worth it. Absolutely. Special thanks to The Sweets for our terrific opening music. Check out their website at www.wearethesweets.com. And oddly enough, I was going to give my special thanks to Alex Trebek for being such a king and doing a tremendous job of hosting Jeopardy for all these years. I cannot imagine what that show is going to be like when he retires. I assume it's going to be Jimmy who takes over, but it, yeah, Alex is, he's the guy. Yeah. I don't know if I'll keep, I'll keep watching. <laughs> don't kid yourself. <laughs> This has been episode 133 of the Guys From Podcast, the Almond Podcast. Thanks for listening. Once again, I'm Sean. And I'm Dave. Taking us out this week is Die Tesseron and their song Kite Strings. Remember, you can check them out on dietesseronband.com or their other site, dietesseron.bandcamp.com. Remember, if you have an original song that you would like us to feature at the end of our podcast, send us an MP3 or the link to your SoundCloud along with any information about your band that you would like us to pass along. We are big fans of the indie community, and we want to lend our support. Our email address is guysfrompodcast at gmail.com. Have a great week, everybody. The Guys From Podcast is brought to you in part by nothing. Nothing. It doesn't pay well. Can't even afford a damn cabbage and a pencil. Me and my vessel know. And it's time to go Me and my vessel know I'm old and it's time to go Cause I was just passing through As people tend to do And my body's a glow
skies in mine eyes milky white and clean as the clouds crystallize stratus crystalline quiet falling design muted It's time to go.